welcome in episode 51 of the Breakdown Podcast. We got an interesting one here to say the least. I'm very excited for today's episode. Like always, I'm your host, Josh Wissy. You can find me on Instagram at Josh underscore Wissy and on Twitch at Josh underscore. Been playing a lot of news league plans on Call of Duty. Jackson does that with me here. We're going to talk CDL today, Call of Duty League, so it's going to be interesting. Like always, to my left, I got Jackson Klein. What's up, guys? You can find him on Instagram at Jackson underscore Klein. To my right, wearing Bass Pro Hat, New York Giant Stretcher. He's back. It's Brandon Ferlanti. Hello, everyone. You can find him on Instagram at underscore Brandon Ferlanti underscore. So Wednesday is like uh, our experimental show, I want to say. We got the picks. We got a lot. But the end, we got four CL picks for a Thursday and Friday. And... We got CDL trivia. Gonna be interesting. And in the last segment, we got a new segment. In the last thing, we got a new segment. Maybe we'll make it a weekly thing on Wednesday. New segment. So let's see how this goes. A little experiment here. See what happens. Starting in CB, three picks. One for Wednesday, two for a Thursday. We have no show Thursday. Records. I'm in the last at 37 and 44. Oh, I fell off bad. Jackson and Brandon both are 45 and 41, so I'm eight games back. Not a lot of time left. It's going to be a tough road for me. First game here, 25 Rutgers, 11 and 6 at 15 Iowa, 13 and 6. Iowa's minus 6.5. Uh, I guess I'll start here. I'm going to take the Scarlet Knights of the Rutgers here. Plus 6.5. Iowa's been playing dog shit. They've been terrible at home. They've been really bad at home. And this is another home game. I know Rutgers isn't the greatest away, but I think six and a half is a lot. For a team that, like Ohio State, went in there and beat them straight up as five and a half point underdogs, I think Rutgers is a close game, and you're giving me six points. So I'm going to take Rutgers. Uh, I guess I'm passing to Jackson since we know who he's taking here. Yeah, I'm taking Rutgers again. This Rutgers team, they had a very bad losing streak of five at one point. Before that, they were on a roll, and they're back on that roll with a four-game winning streak right here. It all started away at Indiana. So I think their road struggles got a little fixed up here. This is a great Iowa team. We know what they could do. They could shoot threes well. Luka Garza could post up well. So the Rutgers are going to need to bring a great team effort here. I'm taking Rutgers as they, I will say, can win this game. But six and a half will feel very comfortable for them. I'm going to take Rutgers here too. I've never been a believer in Iowa. And now that they're falling off a little bit, everyone can see why. Rutgers is not a bad team. And six and a half a lot for a close game. Rutgers, like Josh says, on the road. So not the best, but Jackson, they fix it up a little bit. So I think they could slow down the team and cover the spread. We're on a Thursday here, 5 p.m. ESPN 2 Thursday. It's February 11th. We got 24th ranked Purdue, 13-7 at Minnesota, who's 12-7. and Minnesota's even minus two and a half because it's in Minnesota. I'll start here. I'm taking Purdue. Yes, I'm a big Purdue fan here. I'm going to take the better team, better ranked team, on the road getting two and a half. I've been doing that a lot recently in the last three days, and it's been cashing for me. So I'm going to ride this train till I fall off it. And I just like Purdue better than Minnesota anyway. So I'm going to take Purdue plus two and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take Purdue here too. Last time they played, Purdue exposed them a lot. Minnesota hasn't really been the same in a few games. Like this, Purdue's getting hot at the right time, uh, plus points as well. So I'm going to take Purdue. Yeah, this is another situation. On the road, it's tough for these teams sometimes, but I'm going to take Purdue here also. Minnesota is on a losing streak. They beat Nebraska, but that arguably is the worst team in the Big Ten, so not very impressive of a win. 
This Purdue team has been playing decent. They played Maryland very close. Maryland has been very good lately. They had a tough loss against Michigan, but then before that, they beat Ohio State. They beat Indiana early in the season. I think they have the experience to go into Minnesota and defeat them, and I'll take the two and a half points for sure. Moving on to the third game. It's 7 p.m. ESPNU. Pac-12, 15-5 Colorado at 12-7 Stanford. Colorado's minus two and a half. Uh, Who wants to start this one? I'll start it. I'm not going to fade this Colorado team here. They've been very hot lately. They lost to Utah a little bit ago. But other than that, they've been streaking greatly, 15-5. The Stanford team is very good. They had two games where they both beat California in that doubleheader, back-to-back games. But I'm going to be confident in this Colorado game and take them to back it. I'm going to take Colorado 2 here. I might say This is my two favorite Pac-12 teams. I like these teams a lot. But I'm just leaning Colorado. I think they're the overall better team. Two and a half. I don't think it's enough for Colorado team that should beat the Stanford team pretty easily, I think. I'm going to go with Colorado here, too. They're a really hot team, as you said. We picked them kind of far to go in our bracket. And Stanford's pretty good as well. But I think that Colorado, all around, much of a better, more balanced team in terms of players that can uh, perform for them. So I'm going to take Colorado here. So that's a three picks, three consensus picks right there. For CBB. Crazy to see. Moving on to the NBA. Records in the NBA. Brands in last at 34-37. Jackson's in second at 35-36. I'm in first at 37-33-1. So you guys are really two and a half games behind me. Jackson, you are. Um, NBA, we got two prime time for a Wednesday. One extra for Wednesday and two prime time for a Thursday. I feel like we always have the most NBA picks um, to do. So we're we'll starting Wednesday, prime time, ESPN, 7.30, Hawks, 11-12, at the Mavericks, 11-14, Dallas is minus four, one start. I'll start it here. I love the Hawks right here. I love the Hawks all year long. I think they're a good team, and again, the playoffs, they can make some noise. Trey Young's playing really good. Clint Capella has been a beast on the rebounds for them. All the young players, Collins, Hunter, Capella, Cam Reddish even this year, stepping up big for them. Dallas coming is... Not the team that we that we saw last year struggling a little bit offensively, so I'm taking the Hawks. I'm taking the Hawks here too, plus four for the better team. I know it's on the road, but the road teams have been better than the home teams this year. This for me comes down to I just think I'm a callback a college football analogy I used to make a lot. The Mavericks arrows just pointing down, and the Hawks arrows pointing up right now. So that's what I'm gonna base it off here, and it worked well for me in college football. So I'm gonna take. The Hawks here at plus four. I'm going to take the Hawks here also. The spread is more like a pick. I'm going to consider Dallas, but I just can't take them to win this game by more than four points. I'm going to see a big discrepancy in the rebounds. Atlanta is one of the best teams rebounding, while Dallas is one of the worst. They should win the board game. They should win everything in this game. I think the Hawks could win this game and cover four. Second primetime game, 10 p.m., Bucks at the Suns, ESPN, Bucks 16-8, Suns 14-9, Bucks from us 4.5 here. I'm going to have Jackson start this one. Alright, so I'm, I've am i been a big Bucks believer. They've been very hot lately as they started off pretty cold in the season, so I'm going to take the Bucks here. This Phoenix team is very good also. 
I'm not going to say anything bad about them, but this Bucks team is on a different level right now. They're scoring at great marks. This is the number one scoring team. I think that's where it's going to come down to. Phoenix is not the greatest at scoring. Milwaukee is the number one. I think they'll outscore them in that category. I'm going to go ahead here and take the Bucks as well. Giannis, kind of same scenario with Zion that played the, the Suns last week. I don't really see anyone that says I can guard him. I don't see a big man that I keep up with. Giannis drive right to the rim. The Suns are a really good team as well. I just think that Milwaukee has this one in the bag pretty easily. I can't. I really thought you were picking the Suns. I'm Giannis. I have to pick Milwaukee here. They went in and killed my Pacers when I doubted the hell out of them. I'm not doubting the hell out of them here. I'm going to take the Bucks minus four and a half. Now, I said it last time we picked the Suns game. I said I'm always wrong with the Suns games. And I was wrong that time. Could very well be wrong here. But this is a weird episode because we're all consensus right now and consensus stuff so a little difficult here we each got an extra game for wednesday brandon's gonna go first here then jackson then me all right this is a great day on the podcast so i gotta take my two best nba teams here first was the hawks and now right now i'm gonna take the pelicans at minus two and a half against the bulls pelicans three game win streak they're playing great josh hart had an outstanding game there and i think he had like 17 rebounds something crazy like that the pelicans they're they got they're gonna keep winning right now. The Bulls aren't really that good. West teams usually dominate the East teams in these type of games. Brandon Ingram's on was playing great. I got the Pelicans. My extra pick is giving the Nuggets at minus nine and a half. The Cleveland has been very streaky at times. They show that they could be good, but these last four games I think are showing their true selves where they're not getting close to these type of games. Phoenix was close within six. Other than that, they've lost by more than double digits and way more than that even i'm gonna take them i think this should be confident denver is scoring at a great pace while cleveland's one of the worst teams in the league at scoring i got the nuggets to cover almost double digits yeah actually i'm i'm not nothing about the game just saying uh when you say the game can you say who they're reversing too i said the i said cleveland yeah but you said it a little later oh okay it's just right. like after your first point no one really knows who they're reversing okay you know what i mean uh no big deal i'm just saying because i was a little confused when you first said denver uh 8 p.m hornets 12 and 13 at the grizzlies 9 and 10 i'm taking the hornets as my should play plus three and a half here away i think they're the overall better team just better team and they're getting three and a half on the road like i said before the hawks the road teams have been better than the the road teams have been better than the home teams, and I think it stays here. The Hornets game three and a half and have a better percentage overall of winning. That's just when you play percentages. I've been doing it this week, so I'm going to stay doing it here. I'm taking the Hornets plus three and a half against the Grizzlies. Two prime time for a Thursday. TNT basketball. I don't have a line for the first one. I don't have one either. I'm going to guess the Hawks are slight favorite. You think the Hawks? I mean the Hawks. Uh, the Hawks aren't even playing. Why I, I say the Hawks? Confused. No, I think the Rockets are going to favorite. I think the Heat would be like four and a half, five and a half. What? I mean, I, I don't know. What, what do you want to do then? Well, you listen. Last week, was the same thing. Warriors, Mavericks. You said I think Warriors would be a minus four. And I was like, I no, I think Mavericks would be like minus two. And guess what? Mavericks are minus four favorite. So you were wrong. I was right. I think I'm going to go with my line here. Yeah, Jackson, your word doesn't count. I want to say it's Rockets minus two and a half. I th- I think they like the home team in games that are close like this. Because Hornets, obviously, the Hawks are a better team. They're all getting points. So I'm going to do Hawks Rockets minus 2.5 here. It's Heat 10 and 14 at the Rockets 11 and 13. I'm going to take the Rockets. Okay? Whatever the line comes up as, we'll fix it. We'll edit it. Okay? 
but so I'm hoping the Heat are favored because I think the Heat suck. I don't like the Heat team at all. I I fade them a lot. It's been hell cashing lately recently against the spread. So I'm gonna take the Rockets. Whatever the line is, I don't care. I'm taking the Rockets. I'm taking the Rockets here as well. The Heat are not the same team last year. I don't really like them. I pick also against them a lot. This year, Christian Wood has been an absolute beast for the Rockets. Who would have thought, man? Uh, the Heat, this struggle. I mean, Tyler Hero has been struggling this year. So, a lot. Rockets are on three-game win streaks. I can t- I see that continue to happen. Yeah. I'm going to take the Heat here at, the we'll say, plus two and a half. I think this Heat team has started to get a little better. I know they just play the Knicks twice and the Wizards. So the chance that they should have gone better was there for sure. This Rockets team is struggling a lot. They've lost four of the last five. I just don't see them continuing. This is going to be a very low-scoring game, and it's going to be grinded out. And I think with two and a half, I could count on Miami to keep it a very close game. Interesting there. We're going to go second primetime game, 10 p.m., TNT. 76ers are 18-7. and seven. They're at Portland. That's an away trip. Trailers are 13-10. and 10. Philly's giving five, though. 10 p.m. Uh, last game, so Brandon will go first. Jackson will go second. I'll go last. All right. I am going to go with Portland here. Damian Lillard playing Abba's mind this year. I mean, he's averaging almost 30 points. I don't hear anyone talking about him in MVP conversation. But 76ers are the, are the best, are easily the best team in the East. I mean, they're playing great. But I think when you get a guy like Damian Lillard playing in prime time without CJ McCollum and stuff like that, I think he just comes through in the clutch. Five and a half, or whatever, what was it, five? Five. Five. It's not that much for a good 76 team. I think Damian Lowe is going to clutch down. As Josh always says, the teams on the East who go to the West like this don't really perform that well, so I'm going with the Portland Trailblazers here. I'm going to go with the 76ers here. The last, these teams didn't play too long ago, and Portland won 121 to 105 in a big fashion. I don't think Philly's going to let that happen again. I think they're going to very much maintain and keep this game in their advantage. I just don't see Portland keeping this close. I think the 76ers will win in a good fashion. I'm going to ride what I ride all the time, which is when East go to West, they struggle, like Brand said. And I'm trying to check who the 76ers played last, you know? Uh, click on their name. Sacramento. Played, so this is their second yeah. West game. So it could be a little better here. But I'm also getting five and a half here. I'm going to take Portland. I like this Portland team. I'm a little higher on this Portland team. I think Brandon is too, but I'm a little higher on this Portland team. So I'm going to take the Blazers plus five and a half. And Jackson, I just realized you ruined taking heat there. You ruined our uh, consensus streak here today. Yeah, on both of these picks. Moving to the NHL. Two games in the NHL. One Wednesday, one Thursday. Prime time on Wednesday. Extra game Thursday. Records. Brandon Jackson tie at 2019. Brandon's Hasn't got a win in like three days, I'll be honest. And I've taken the lead. I was down like three. Up one now, 21 and 18. Primetime game, Bruins-Rangers. NBCSN, 7 p.m. Bruins, minus 170, so it just makes the cut. Who wants to start this one? I'll start it. I'm going to take the Bruins here to win this game. There's not much that I feel like you'd say with when we don't pick on value to take the Rangers here. The Bruins are the better team, and I think it should show out here against the Rangers. They're on a hot streak, and I think it'll continue. I'm going to take the Bruins here as well. I think they win. Could the Rangers win this game? Yeah. At Madison Square Garden, so that's it's no fans, though. So, But I'm going to take the Bruins here. 8-1-2. and two. They're dominating. I think they're a dominant team. Pasternak's back. They look great now. So I'm going to take the Bruins to win. 
Yeah, I'm going with the Bruins here too. Dave Pasternak, we called the other day. He's back. He's playing great. Brad Marchand still playing great. Uh, the goalie for the Rangers, Sorsen or whatever, he's he's Sorsen. Terrible. Terrible, absolutely garbage. Terrible. Yeah, I don't know what the hell he's doing, man. Panarin has no help on offense. Though I don't know where the hell Capocacco is. He's garbage also. The Bruins starting winning. They're proving us everyone wrong in the first two games when they said they couldn't score. Pasternak back. The team's playing much better. I got the Bruins here. Since this pick there, not surprised. We're on to extra games here. I'm going to have Jackson go first because he was in third and he's tied. So, really, he's in third still. And then Brand's going to go. And then I'll go for extra game. All right. So, for this Thursday game, I got the Golden Knights against the Ducks. We, we saw this game when taping this yesterday. Vegas was up 4-1 until the end when Anaheim made it close. And they controlled the last 10 minutes, really, and made it 4-4. Then Vegas scored. So I really just see this being a game where Vegas is not going to let it get out of hand. They're going to control all three periods. And I have the puck line at minus one and a half, and I think should be good on it. My pick's going to be the Blackhawks over the Blue Jackets. Chicago, the Blackhawks have been playing much better than everyone thought they are. They're in a win streak right now. And Columbus, last night they benched Patrick Line like the last six minutes. I don't know what was going on there, but Tortorella benched him. So... I heard that he already wants that they're going to trade him again because he doesn't want to be there or something like that. Patrick Kane playing great as well. They got uh, Dodge back the other night as well. The Blackhawks did. I see them rolling here as well. I'm going to take the Flames against the Canucks. The Canucks have been god bad, but the last five games, they versus the best two teams in the division. They were to Montreal twice, or three times, right? They lost to Montreal three times, and then they lost to the Maple Leafs three times. That's a tough stretch here. They're defeated. I get it. They got to come out and win, get a win here. And I just can't see it. I just, I. That's so heartbreaking to have to happen to you, and then try and bounce back from that. It's just tough. You need a lucky game here, and I like this Calgary team. I think I'm two and zero picking Calgary games this year, so I'm gonna ride back with them here and take Calgary to beat the Canucks. As can do for picture room. Move on to the CDL. Interesting here. A little interesting. We'll see how this runs here. I gotta pull up the schedule. We have four games to pick, and then more on Friday, more on Saturday, I think, or however well we want to do it. Just pulling it up. Here we go. First game to Thursday. It's LA Thieves versus Minnesota Rocker. LA Thieves, Nate Shot Teams, Minnesota Rocker, Gary V's team, uh, LA Thieves' slasher, Kenny, TJ, and... Temp is their fourth, their new fourth. Rockers, Accuracy, Attach, Priesta, and Major Maniac, who was on that face team last year. That was really good. I'm going to have Jackson start here. We're going to pick the winner and the map count. You get one point if you get the winner right, one point if you get the map count right. So, really, if you get a winner, you have a chance to get two points. If you lose the match completely, you're a little behind here. So, I'm going to let Jackson go first. I'm going to take Minnesota in a 3-2 fashion. This Thieves team, they, yes, they had a hard draw against Optic in the preseason, but I really like this Minnesota team. They played a good Toronto team very closely, and I just see this being in the same way, 3-2 fashion. I'm taking my boy Kenny and they shot the Thieves in the 3-2 game. I don't really know much about anything yet, but other Thieves, I know a lot about them, so I'm taking them. I'm going to pick here. A lot of people are high on this Minnesota team. I I don't know why they have two ARs, but 
I was down on them in the preseason game, and then they came in the preseason game and beat Toronto, which team I was very high on. And we saw Thieves, and they got kind of smoked by Optic. I get it, it was Optic, and Thieves didn't have much practice. So it was iffy. I think this whole week's going to be iffy on who wins. I think this is the best we can match, most close match of the week, this first one here. I'm going to lean Minnesota 3-2. I'm going to take Minnesota 3-2 win. It could be either way, though, but I'm leaning Minnesota just a little bit. Historically, Slasher's teams have got off to slow starts, and then he comes alive in the back end. So I'm going to take Minnesota. Second game on a Thursday, we have the returning champions of Dallas Empire versus Seattle Surge. Dallas Empire, now it's the same team without Clayster, so it's Crim6, Shotzi, Hook, and Illy. And the Russian Surge, brand new Surge team in Seattle. Octane's there still. But then you got Pristini, uh, Gunless, and Looney. Who Gunless, it's in Atlanta. No, it's not. They're home. But if it was in Atlanta, Gunless like the king of Atlanta. But it's not in Atlanta. I guess Jackson's going to start here. Dallas started here. So, yeah, we know Dallas is a great team. But I think the Seattle team could steal maps. So, I'm going to say Dallas wins at 3-1. There's not much to say. I think Octane, I know he's not been amazing like he was last year. But he could, him and his teammates could pull together at least one map win. So, I got Dallas 3-1. Yeah, I'm going Dallas here also. Earlier in the year like this, you should pick the returning team who you know is going to perform. I have Dallas here going 3-1 as well. So Seattle, I was high on the Seattle team coming the year in the preseason. They looked terrible. I Gunless is returned this year uh, after being on the bench pretty much all last year. And Octane, best player probably in the league last year, uh, statistic-wise, and didn't get the MVP. It was on like the worst team. It was a bad situation. Looney, obviously, back as well. He wasn't on a team last year as well. He was on the bench. I'm still going to take it Dallas. They're down a team. Easily the best team in the in the league and seattle is just too much for them right now they gotta build they gotta get better wins this is gonna be too much to handle so i'm gonna take dallas 3-1 though 3-1 i just i feel like dallas let teams get maps on them in the in early stages of tournaments so i'm gonna take dallas 3-1 that's a consensus exact pick right there moving on to a friday this is 3 p.m you got optic chicago's not optic game anymore it's optic chicago's team scump formal Dashian Envoy versus Paris Legion is a completely new team. It's new four players. It's Scraps, Fire, Aqua, and I'm blanking on their fourth is, but it's Fire's a rookie. Aqua was on Grills last year. Scraps was on London. I don't actually know who their fourth is, but Jackson, you pick. So we saw how good this Optic team was in the preseason. Paris was able to get a win also, but I think uh, Optic is going to win this 3-1 I mean, 3 0, sorry, 3 0. I think they're going to do what they did in the preseason and just do it again, dominate 3 0. Yeah, I'm going Optic here, 3 0 as well. All the teams hold veterans. You got Paris and you guys. I got Optic Scumpy bullying these kids around. Uh, I mean, I'm the biggest Op- Scump fan ever. Uh, grew up watching these guys come from formal T2P. I'm going to rock 302 here, Optic. I would not be surprised if Paris wins a map because Paris actually played really well in the preseason game. For a team that has three main ARs in their team, it's a little weird how they're playing. But I think I'll take runs through this team here. Last game of 4.30 for Friday. There's six games on Saturday and Sunday. We'll probably pick the three for Saturday on f- tomorrow. I mean, on Friday. And the three for Sunday on a Saturday. But two for a Friday here. Uh, one last one here for Friday. FaZe versus Los Angeles Gorillas. So FaZe is... RC's now is on that team, Simp, Abizi, and Selium. So the big three hammer right there. Best trio in the game in Simp, Abizi, and Selium. And Los Angeles Gorillas is the new team. You got Apathy, Silly, Assault. Is Assault on that team? I think he is. I think it's Apathy, Silly, Assault, and Vivid. 
vivid second year player and then you got apathy assault and silly together who won the last 4v4 cod world champions they had their fourth was uh aches who's not playing anymore but those three won it last time so jackson i'm gonna let you pick here i'm gonna go with the interesting pick here atlanta's lost their preseason while la won it i think uh, Atlanta's going to win this 3-2 fashion, though. It's going to be a very close match. But Atlanta is the better team. They should win this. I'm going to go with Atlanta here, too. Uh, 3-1, I'm going to say. They have, as Josh mentioned, the three main guys that control the team. Uh, you give me ex- experience, people that know how to play the game, good. I'm taking them opening week here. I'm going to take Faze here as well, obviously. Now, this LAG team... I think it's a team that's going to be live in tournaments at the back end of the year. Because you got Apt, you got Silly, you got Assault, three guys that know how to play 4v4 very well. And they're not even the best players on the team. It's vivid. So I think they can win matchups. It's just, this is way too much to handle here. You're giving them probably one of the best teams in the game right now with the three best little subs running around. And you give them RCs now, too, is one of the best ARs. So I'm going to take Phase here. I'm going to take 3 1. I think Los Angeles wins the search and destroy. Just off the fact that Phase Search and Destroy against Florida looked terrible. So I'm going to take Los Angeles to win the Search and Destroy here. I'm going to take Phase 3 1. That's it for CDL. We're actually going to do a CDL trivia. I don't know how this is going to go. We're going to try it, see how it goes here. It's top five KDs last year. That's top five KDs last year. That's Modern Warfare, the game, uh, in the CDL. Overall KDs. I'm pretty sure it's mostly ARs. So. We'll see here. I don't really know it 100%. Uh, Jackson, Jackson has... A vague. 10 wins? Oh, 10 wins. Uh, no, 11. I won last, last year. Yes, so you have 11. I have 17. Brandon has 22. Correct. That's that's 50. Yes, so this is 51 episode. We did top five receiving yards in the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I got a, he got one wrong. I Because right. he put... We had the first four correct. It was the same. But he put Evans as fifth, and I put Antonio Brown, and he won. Yeah. Was Fortnite that top five? Yeah, he was four. He was four. I don't know how I got that right. But we should put a list here. Three, four, five is interesting. While we're doing this, please can follow TikTok at the Breakdown Podcast and the Instagram at the underscore Breakdown Podcast. Please subscribe and drop a review. It helps so much. Thank you. How many you got? Three. Okay. Mm, interesting here, to say the least here. I hope we don't have a tie, because I think the list only gave me five people. So. I don't have a tie. <laughs> it, it, that would be kind of crazy. I got two. I'm trying to think what order to put these guys in. Yeah, I just got to find two more. I'm trying to think of a, a good AR that's going to be in there. Alright, I got my list. I just got to put one more. I hopefully am the winner here. I would hope. Um, Jackson, I like your picks, though. We had a lot of the same. First two were the same. First okay. three were the same. There. Maybe I could get a nice chance at the last two. Yeah. You guys are wrong. I'm pulling at the upset. I mean, you All might. Right. I mean, it's a lot of games to go, though. So. Yeah. Alright, are we ready? Yeah. So, one, I got Arcides. Two, okay. I got Octane. He had a monster year last year. Three, okay. I got Waskin. I remembered him at the last second. He had a really great year. 
Four, I Clayster, and then five, I just I had to put Simp. All right. Brandon's go last here, so it, that'll be interesting. Five, I'm going to start five or one. I'll start one. One, I put Octane. I'm pretty sure it's Octane, without a doubt. Uh, team, literally at the end of the year, just played the pad as stats and even tried to attack the hill. Two, I put Ruskin. I think he is in there. Uh, and he got snubbed this year. Right? He's not on a team. It's actually yeah, insane. Just, like, wait, where is he? Three, I put four miles. I think four miles RC. I don't even four think they're miles. in there. But uh, I put four miles. It might be RCs. Uh, four, I just put simp. And five, I put assault. Just because assault's always in there every year. And he just plays so one-dimensional. Just gets his kills. And he's usually in there. So I'm going to put him at five. All right. Number one, I have Simp. Number two, Dashy. Number three, RCs. Number four, Crimp Six. Number five, Pristini. Okay. I got to put the list. Hopefully, the list is accurate here. Oh, I got to go off what I got. Uh, it's taking a while to load. Okay. I got five names here. Only five? Five names. We're going to have time. Oh, wow, that's hard point, KD. Is there an overall KD? Hold on, there's a player stat section. Okay, you ready? Yeah, let's hear it. Number five. We're one point. Let me say one five or number one. Go from five. five yeah. Number five or one point one nine. You get two points in the right spot. One if it's on the list. Where one point one nine is gonna be Mr. Assault. So I got two points. I don't know how I got that right. I, I just knew he's always in there. He's always in there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is four, 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 five ARs that are in this list. Just want to make that clear. Number four at one point two one, it's gonna be Ruskin. Oh. So it means I can get one point here. Uh, he is on the list. He got in there. Almost dropped my phone. Three and four. I can't believe I forgot these guys. Uh, one of one of my favorite players. But number three was the rookie. One point two two was Awakening. Uh, oh on wow. Florida. Forgot. And then number two at one point three one. On Florida 2, Skies. And Skies is one of my favorite players. I don't know how I forgot him. And number one at a 1.32 is going to be Octane. He's going to get the one spot. That's plus two for me. That's going to be a win for me here. 18th. Uh, I did not know that Envoy was the highest SD KD at a 1.3. That's interesting. crazy there. Um, yeah, so that's going to be it there. That is my 18th win on the pod, right? Yes. He has 22, I have 18. That's 40. You have 11. That's 51. Yes. This is the 51th episode. I got the episode right in the beginning of the show. Okay. So now a new kind of segment here. So we're going to do like a round the horn kind of thing here. We're going to have a judge. I'm going to be week one's judge here. And they're going to have a topic, and they're going to have to discuss it, and they're going to have to convince me who is better. And I'm going to go points and receive a winner, and then the winner maybe can be the judge next week. They can pick a judge next week. They can pick the topic next week. We can see what we want to do here. We'll maybe do it every Wednesday. But the topic today is the best five games last year. Um, don't be afraid to yell at each other. That's all I'm going to say here. Jackson versus Brandon, I'm going to be the judge. We're, I guess we'll start with five, What you guys got for five. Yeah. Now, I need... A week. You gotta give me the week. Oh. Uh, you go first, Brandon. You gotta give me the week of the I game. Pull this up. I just have the score. I gotta find the week. Uh, so I can pull it up here. Oh wait, hold on. It's not giving me the week. Yeah, take your time. It's fine. Uh, so yeah, I need the week so I can look at it. 
Just say why you put it at okay, five okay. and not higher by five. While well, I think right. it was the fifth best game. Um, Brandon's going to start here. I'm interested to see what he says. All right, number five here. As a Giants fan, I had the Week 13 Giants 17-12 victory over the Seahawks. It was a great defense. I'm not one for defense, but as a Giants fan, we, we at the time we needed to win this game to stay in the division race. We did win it. The defense played outstanding. Wayne Gallman, this was coming out game as a real good running back for us. He had a great game. Cole McCoy, especially a back quarterback going to Seattle. I know they had no fans, but still to beat that team, to beat Russell Wilson, who was cooking at the time. It was a great win for the Giants. Defensive played absolutely amazing. Leonard Williams, I think, got defensive play the week that week. It was a great win for the Giants. That's why I have a number five. I, I think that's a good pick. I'll be honest here. Jackson, I'm interested here. You're number five in a week in the game. Seahawks-Vikings week five game. Okay. I'm going to ready. All right. So, the Seahawks being almost... Are you ready? Yeah, I'm good. All right, the Seahawks being almost a touchdown favorite got down to a quick deficit down 13-0. We thought it would be... A very surprising game where the Vikings were gonna win it, but then the Seahawks came back, even took the lead by one point. And then all of a sudden, the scoring sort of stopped, and we got a very close game. Drive got stopped after drive got stopped, but then with 20 seconds left, DK Metcalf catches the game-winning touchdown from Russell Wilson at the six-yard line to win the game and kick the game winner. PAT. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. It's two-one here. Brand just because the Giants might be a point ahead of here. It's a lot of game to play. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, and I'm I'm judging. I haven't given full points for that pick yet because I want to see what you put higher than that and judge that too. So, Brand, actually, you want to start with Jackson number yeah, four? Yeah, Jackson. Right. Jackson. Wait, I have a question though. Yeah. What if like he has a game but I have a higher on my list? Or then you gotta game? argue it a little oh, okay. bit. All okay. right. Okay. Uh, number four, Jackson. Week. Let's hear. It. Cardinals Bills Week Seven game. Again, okay. I went to OT. That. Yep. Okay. Let me just get this. I about that seven. game, actually. Uh, week 7? Wait, what's week? I'm the sorry. Week 7 one. That's Cardinals Seahawks. Yeah. You said Bills. Oh, I meant that. Oh, okay. So, Cardinals Seahawks. Yes. Okay. So, we got a nice offensive game. I know everyone loves to watch offensive games nowadays, and we sure got that. Seattle got an early start, but then it came back. Everyone scored after everyone scoring, and it seemed like it was never going to stop. But then... We got a little little showdown. He got into OT, and with 20 seconds, Zane Gonzalez hits the game winner after he hit the game tying to to get it into OT. So Zane Gonzalez is the hero of this game. Okay. Gonna pop over to Brand here to hear number four. All right. Probably one of the most underrated games of the whole year, in my opinion. It's another Week 7 game. I had the Browns versus Bengals, 37-34. to Victory for the Browns. No one talks about this game. It's crazy. I know I mentioned this game. It was insane. Baker Mayfield with five touchdowns. Joe Burrow, three touchdowns. Offense all over the place. I'm an offensive guy. Baker Mayfield finds Dolphin Peoples-Jones in the end zone. Last seconds of the game to win the game. Joe Burrow played outstanding. I think this was the first game that OBJ for the Browns, if I remember. I don't know. Something like that. It was, a, it was a great game. Rashad Higgins had a nice game. Every offensive game, everyone was getting involved in the offense. It was action back and forth. It wasn't boring at all. That's what I have at number four. Okay, that's an interesting pick. I don't, might hurt you, it might help you in the back end. We'll find out here. Um, gonna pass it to Jackson. Jackson, you lost a point because you didn't bring up. Well, you didn't. You could have been three three, and I was three two because you didn't bring up the Metcalf play. If you brought that up. Oh, I should have because yeah, you love them. That would that that would made the game better in my opinion. But uh, I'll allow you to actually, Brandon, you're gonna go three here yeah. with your third pick here. I need a week. I know right. you're looking at it. Week four. Okay. 
early. One of, one of the best weeks by far this week for me. The Browns, another Browns game, 49-38 against okay. the Cowboys. Okay. Insane okay. game. OBJ, my favorite player in the NFL. You guys know that. Okay. He single-handedly won in this game. No doubt about it. The, comp- the Dallas got out to an early lead with CD Lamb's touchdown. The Browns were firing everywhere. Nick Chubb going going everywhere. OBJ getting the first first of all the Landry touchdown Odell that was insane. And then the Browns came back had an early lead, got off to a big lead. Then the Cowboys came back, made it like a one possession game. Then OBJ had that run like fifty yard run for a touchdown. Exciting game, offense all over the place again. Browns always producing offense. I just think it was action everywhere. And as Giants fans, seeing the Cowboys was like this was funny, also. Okay, Jackson, interested to hear what your number three is. Week six, Titans versus Texans OT game. Okay, I think that was my. Okay, all right. So the Titans got off to a fourteen nothing start again. A situation where oh no, we may not get a great game. You always want a good game. But then we made it 14-7. Again, Titans answered. And then all of a sudden, the Texans found it. it was, uh, they were up 23-21 to at one point. Titans answered. Texans answered. Titans answered. It was constant scoring after constant scoring, and we got an OT game again. And the man, the king, the guy that got 2,000 yards, Derrick Henry, ended it in OT with a simple five-yard run, but sometimes simple is better. Okay. I'm going to have a tie score at 3-3 just because I'm – I didn't get Brand points yet. Yeah. I just want to see what he has at two and one, okay? Because I just want to see how it compares. Because wait, so what if I had the same game as him? Then the guy has that right there. Then you have the same game. All right. Well, just say what he's better than three. C- can I just make a change, like real quick? I mean, if you want, I don't know what your list is. Right. Uh, oh, it was my turn, anyways, right? Jackson Klein, let me hear your number two game. The Hail Murray game. Okay. You need a week for it, or you're yeah, week ten. Week ten, gotcha. So we all know the ending of this game, but yes. let me give you a little the beginning of this game. The Bills were scoring; they got off to an early start. It was twenty-two nine. Then all of a sudden, Cardinals got into an answer, and it's twenty-three nineteen. It's twenty-six twenty-three. Cardinals are winning all of a sudden, but then the Bills turn it back up. They have the lead. There's almost no time on the clock. Kyler Murray takes a snap. Rolls out. What is he doing? Is he running out of bounds? No, he chucks it up into trip coverage for DeAndre Hopkins to moss three people. A sort of play that Megatron would make, but he's not as big as Megatron. But guess what? He caught the ball and they won the game. And it's the Hail Murray game. Yeah, I I would love to if you said that was the first time we saw that Bills were legit. I know they lost the game, but everyone was high on the Cardinals there in that game, and the Bills came in and won that game, and everyone was like, okay. Bills got something here. Offensively, they got something here. Brandon said he made a change to his list of number two. Let's see what he's got. All right, number two, another a huge offensive scoring game. Well, we, oh, week two game, I got the Cowboys home against the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. 40-39 final score. This game was off the charts. Matt Ryan throwing passes left and right to Julio and Count Ridley. They got off to a huge lead, and all of a sudden, with like three minutes left, Dak Prescott leads the team back like he normally does. Then the onside kick, I don't know what the hell they were doing there. They let the ball go. Game winning field at the last second. More offensive game. Again, Dallas coming back. The comeback was just insane itself. Like, what, down by like 20, like seven minutes left in the fourth quarter or something like that? Yeah, no. Fifth, down by 15 with 7.57 left. 13 points in three minutes. That's crazy to do, especially for a Dallas team whose offense is really bad. Uh, defense is really bad. It's a great game to watch. That's why I have it. I, I do like that game. I think it's an underrated game. It slept under the radar. And I think it was great because it fueled all the Falcons memes. Mm-hmm. That yeah, it can never hold a lead. It, uh, and it was like their first of many 
fall aparts that they were up by really a lot. So I have a tie in four four. I think we have the same first game. It's obvious. Okay. The week of the year. Someone's gotta argue it better here. Why do you think it's the best game? I need. Don't just say what happened in the game. I need to know how this game impacted the rest of the season. How the storylines. How plays in the game. I need to know. Everything you can remember here. I'm assuming it's the Browns Ravens game. I don't, yeah. I don't know what week that was. 14. 14. Okay. I am ready. Whoever who wants to go first here, I don't know. It's Brand's turn. All right, Brand goes first. You, first. You'll get multiple more bottles. Okay. Whoever gets it better, I think by the end we'll win. All right. This game's crazy. First of all, I just want to say this game is what really put Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, put some respect on me, especially Baker Mayfield. I mean, you look at the Browns. Week one, they get absolutely killed by the Ravens, like demolished. They can't do anything on the run game, passing game. Baker Mayfield threw like three picks that week. He it showed his maturity throughout the season. This game it shows how he's a smart player. Fueled this, this was a must-win game for the Browns. Actually, I'm looking at it right now. If they don't, or the, the Ravens, my bad. The Ravens don't win this game. It was a must-win game for any team, really. I mean, whoever loses, if the Browns lose this game, they probably don't get in because the Dolphins had a tiebreaker over them. Baker Mayfield played outstanding. Lamar Jackson to hang in there. There were multiple comebacks by the Ravens. The Browns got off early. Lamar Jackson, we don't have, of course, left for the locker room. He came back. To come back like that after the Browns really had him locked up in the passing game that night, he was running all over the defense. But the passing game went through 163 yards. He threw one touchdown. The touchdown that mattered the most to Hollywood Brown. It was a crazy game. And I this really was where Baker Mayfield earned the respect of a lot of people around the league. So, yeah, I was a big guy that the Browns could take the division, and this game very much needed it. They needed to win this game to win, to to have a chance to win the division. They could not pull it through as they held the lead at times, didn't hold the lead, it was back and forth constantly. Marquise Brown had a horrible day, but when he mattered, he made the catches. We saw Lamar Jackson. He went off the field. He came back on the field in heroic fashion. This game was great minute to minute. And even down to the last couple of minutes, knowing how you like spreads and all this, that last play with the safety mattered just so much to those certain people and made it every second of this game so much fun to watch. Anyone else got anything to add? Yeah, I got something to add. Uh, this, might, this might be a tough subject on you, Josh, because you got. I think you lost fantasy because of this. But when Mayfield threw that pick... They were backed up in the old yard line. Uh, they picked off at like the ten. They brought down to the, like the two yard line. For and for that to happen, what the did the Ravens go up like ten or something like that? The Browns and then the Browns got the ball back. They came back down. They scored again. That I think that right there showed the maturity of Baker Mayfield after through the pick to get his offense back on the field, get it back in the game. They were down multiple scores after that pick because Gus Edwards ran it in after that one. What did he fumble? I don't really know. Something like something happened right there. I, but after that pick, Baker Mayfield brought the bounce back into the game. They ended up losing by five, but you got to give it to him. One last thing I'll say. This was the real, like, the game, the week before this was the when they played the Cowboys and when this five-game winning streak to end off the season started to get them into the playoffs. This game really much gave them, like, the respect, like Brand said, playing a great Browns team, putting up 47 points in the NFL is a feat that's very hard to believe in to happen. And they did so. They got into the playoffs, and they did what they could have done in the playoffs. But again, like I said, this is a very detrimental loss to the Browns. As they then lost to the Jets later on in the season. And if they win this game and the game like the Jets, they should have. They would have had a division. The playoffs would have been very different if the Browns won this game. Okay, this is a tough one here uh, to say who won this. I'm leaning one person uh, just because 
I'm mean, judging like a fight, kind of. I think they had more volume in what they were talking about, and I think that's gonna do it at this point. Cause I think that's gonna give them the half point to win it. Cause I think it was six six tie. I'm gonna give this person half a point just for the volume. So the winner of the week one, uh, I don't even know what to call this. Let me figure that out. <laughs> Breakdown episode thing. Uh, they'll have to be the judge. They can pick the judge. They can pick the. I mean, if they're the judge, they get to pick the topic. If they're not, uh, then the judge obviously picks it. But they choose what they want to be. I'm gonna lean Brandon Ferlanti as the winner here, just because in the last game there, I think you guys made great points. Uh, you made the point that it helped the win streak at the back end, and that uh. Said something else. The, the spread. spread. Yeah. Brand said though that um, I forgot, but he made two good points in the beginning. The first, <laughs> his first spiel that he went on. There was like three more after that, so I kind of lost track. But he made two good points in that first spiel. So, and I think Brand just said a little bit more than you at the back end of that game. I think Jackson, you had a lot of opportunities to win the game. If you said DK, uh, the DK play, I think you would have got an extra point. And if you said um, something else before, but I didn't say it, do you think you would have? The Bills being shown yes, that they're good. Yeah, that they were good. And, I'm and curious that the why. were little pretenders. How, how come I didn't get a grade on my Browns Cowboys game? Oh, I, I just feel like you were, you were just missing some games then because you put all those games in. So I just feel like. Yeah, no, my games, like, don't really talk. Like, I had some underrated yeah. games in there. Yeah, definitely. But I'm going to give it to Brand. I think, Jackson, you were talking a little more about what happened in the game and not, like, what. You were talking about the cause, not really the effect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, I'm gonna give it to Brand. First win here for our new segment. It's just gonna be called new segment. How about that? We'll be three years down the line. We'll still be calling it a new segment. Um. So, do you know what you wanna do, Judge? Yeah, I wanna judge next week. Okay. Do you have a topic in mind or? Um, probably not yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll let us know. Maybe think about it. You'll let us know on the Friday pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it could be about anything. Yeah. Right. Anything interesting? We'll do it next Wednesday. Right. I think that's fair. I mean, maybe we could do it. Oh, I have an idea. Okay. We can make well, a Wednesday special. Yeah. Do you want to say you want to say now or do you save Saturday? I can say now. I I mentioned it to you guys, uh, like before the uh, round before the even pod st- started. I don't know how many people you got to get, but you have to name me people like under twenty six years old in the NFL you want to start a franchise with. So five okay. names, six names, whatever like that. Any position you want. And why Something they'd be like that. Good to start why, yeah, why they'd be, with? what they would okay. bring to the table. Okay, that's a good one. And salary cap has nothing to do with it. You can pick whoever really, right. you want. Oh, okay. I like that one. That was a good one. Okay, under twenty six, you said. Yeah. Okay. Young, young players. I like that one. Yeah. It's so five one. players, six players. Yeah, we can do five. So easier. We just do five. Okay. Really Offense and defense. Oh, whatever you want. All right. That's a good one. That'll definitely be next Wednesday. That's gonna do it though here for today. I was a fun episode. I had fun. New segment. We have better next week. Uh, we always supposed to have a list, so it was kind of a last minute thing we threw together. Sorry if the topic wasn't the greatest for this, but maybe it'll be it'll hopefully be better next week. Brandon will be the judge. I'm interesting to see how the points were scoring. See, and you're gonna realize when we start doing this more that every judge is looking for a different thing. Like I'm more looking for the cause and the effect. I don't know what Brandon's gonna be looking for, but mm-hmm. um, that's gonna do it here on the pod. Please go follow the TikTok at the Breakdown Podcast and the Instagram at the underscore Breakdown Podcast. Please subscribe, drop a review, read the reviews on the pod. Um, I got some good feedback from Coke people recently, so that's nice to hear. Thank you guys for listening. Um, that's gonna do it though. Jackson, please send one adios. 
Adios. Ryan, you get to say some. You want a new segment, so I'll just right. say some. Pelicans, you know what I'm saying? The Pelicans got to get me back in this NBA race. I'm taking the Pelicans. Let's go. All right. That's well said here. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you guys again for a Friday episode here on the pod. See you guys.